The following program contains scenes and language of a frank and explicit nature. Discretion is advised. Just start. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that'd be good. All right, Dan, start. We're All starting. Right. We're rolling, dude. <laughs> We're in this. Thing. All right. How's this? All right. That's that's the energy I'm. All right. All, all, all. I can't remember how I used to do it. All right. All, all right. All right. I think it was more like a all righty right. then. That was your thing, I think. All right. There it is. Oh, Dan. How the fuck did you talk me into this? Well, it's it's a special one. It's epi- it's the 200th episode of Rare Form. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's yeah. That was the reason. Which is, it really is pretty insane to think about. That- God damn it. Hang on a second. <laughs> okay. And explicitly. <laughs> 200 shows in, and it still sucks. Nothing can go right. <laughs> no. Especially with you, you hear buddy. me okay? This mic is a little far from me. Let's... Yeah, just keep it near your mouth, and we're pretty good. Okay, there we go. Um, yeah. Uh, <laughs> you, Hi, you know, Dan. You know, are you wearing a? Are you wearing a? Uh, yes, like a me, purse. Uh, a purse. Oh, yeah. I'm wearing a sling, which is the most emasculating thing that a guy could wear. Second. Only to like a thong or a bib with cum all over it. Yeah, that well, <laughs> I don't know. That's there's something kind of cool about a bib with cum on it. All right, we'll put it to a vote. Um, um yeah, I fucked myself up. Have you spoken about this yet with anybody or publicly or no. a post? No, 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 I haven't even posted it actually. I haven't you, posted a picture of myself when I was in the hospital or any of that. You've been fucked up for a while now. Um, I've been fucked up for like three weeks, maybe. Yeah. Um, before I had the surgery, and then it's been three weeks since I had the surgery. So basically, I had a surgery. Yeah. Yeah, it's been like a month and a half since you since the initial injury. Yeah. God damn, time um, is flying. So I'll tell you the surgery that I had really quickly, and then I'll tell you the ridiculously lame fucking way that it happened. People are gonna love this story. So. My bicep tendon snapped off where it's ever it's supposed to fucking be. And that is attached to like the rotator cuff. It's all like a little ball in there. It's got a bunch of shit hinging on that, that little ball that gives you movement. So when my biceps uh, tendon snapped, it ripped my, tore my rotator cuff. So I had to have a surgery where they go in, they sew up the rotator cuff, and they screw the tendon with an actual screw into the bone because they can't put it into the groove that it came out of. And I went to two different surgeons to like, oops. Went to two different surgeons. It it sounds so barbaric just to like screw it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even because both of them said, I went to one guy. And he was good, and I, I, I actually am friendly with a guy who's a back surgeon. So he's the one who recommended these guys. So I'm like, okay, I trust him. I've known this guy for 30 years. And uh, I went to the first guy, and he's like, okay, this is how we do it, and we got to 
you can't put it back into the groove that it came out of. You have to screw it in, like into the bone. They lift up the pec muscle and put it like underneath there. Where? where? So uh, I, like under under your armpit? Yeah, like I have a scar now, like, and you can't see the there mic. You go, there you go. But yep. Like I have a scar right here and then one little one here and one little one in the back here. So I had three sets of stitches when I came out of this thing. So basically they screw the the, the bicep tendon back in. They sewed up the torn rotator cuff. And then I'm like, he's like, yeah, you're going to be in the sling for like a month, month and a half. You can't move it around. You can't fuck around with it. And then I got to do six months of physical therapy where the physical therapy is going to be like, okay. (laughs) The physical therapy is going to be like, okay, let's raise your hand. Okay, great. Now let's put it down. It's going to be like that until I can work my way back up to. And which like that, that kind of, uh, um, talking to people is supposed to be reassuring and make you feel like you're doing good, but really it's humiliating. Yeah. Lift your, lift lift your pinky. Good job. Yeah. Good job. Just fuck you. Good job. Is it good? (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So, so, the way I did it. Yeah. So my son had a Taekwondo tournament. My son is six feet tall. You've seen him recently, right? It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. He's six feet tall. He's like 185 pounds. He's a big, big kid. He's 16, but he has, he's had, he was, um, in one of these tournaments, big, like 500 kids, in this fucking tournament, I'm the only one who got injured at the tournament. <laughs> and they're doing so, hand-to-hand combat. Yeah. So I go back there. He's got all the gear on, headgear, mouthpiece in, chest guard, arm things, gloves, the whole thing. And I, he had just bought a brand new uniform like the night before. Was that a gi? So, yeah. I don't think they call it a gi in Taekwondo. I think they call it something else, but his uniform. Okay. His gi. His Korean gi. Cool. And uh, he got it the night before because the old one was too small. He hadn't pulled it out in a while, so it was way too long on him. So he said, when you go to your match, roll your waist, you know, roll it over a couple times to lift it. Otherwise, you're going to catch your fucking heels in the bottom of your thing. You're going to trip. So I go back. They're all all the kids that are getting ready in his age group to to fight. Um, they're all in the back warming up, throwing kicks, this and that. He's just standing there like mouth <laughs> Which, half open. That's how he. That's how he is. How he stands. Yeah. <laughs> He's just standing there, and I look at him and I go, "Luca, roll up." I told you, roll up your fucking waist. And he's like, "Huh?" And he's got all the shit on, so he can't really do it with the gloves and everything. So I <laughs> lean over and I have his his gear bag, which is a huge, like hockey bag size bag. Mm -hmm. I have his gear bag on my arm like this and I lean in and I go, come here. And I lean in and I go to pull up his pants, like just, eh. and the chest guard is so tight on him that it's kind of blocking me from pulling it up. So I go, "Eh." and it like he heard it and I heard it and other people heard it. And he was like, he looked at me, he goes, Oh my God, are you okay? And I went, I'm fine. Have a good match. 
and so I that, calmly, I calmly walked away. Bicep snapping. Yeah. So I calmly walked away, and as soon as I got around the corner, I just was like fucking fell to one knee. I was like, oh. it was fucking excruciating. So I walk back up the bleachers. My wife is sitting on the top, and I walk up there, and she looks at me. She's like, "Oh my god, what happened to you?" I'm like, "White as a ghost." I said, let's watch this fucking match and then let's get the fuck out of here. I just fucked myself up. Did so you have like, any I, sense of what it was? Like, did you know? No, what I had happened? no idea. Okay. I've never felt anything like that. And like, and I couldn't move my arm and like, it just hurt so fucking bad. So I just like gritted my teeth for the rest of the fucking day. And the tournament was like way the fuck out in, in deep in Orange County or something. So it was like an hour and a half away. Yeah. So we drive back and I drive. My wife's like, let me drive. I'm like, no. Like I had to be in control. You know what I mean? Todd. Like, Todd. <laughs> I'm like, I gotta drive. Like, get us home. So I drive one arm. We get home and then I call my buddy who's a happens to be a back surgeon. I said, Hey man, I fuck myself up. This is what it's feeling like. He calls his guy and his guy says, Go to the emergency room right now. If it's dislocated, they'll just pop it back in. So I sit in fucking Cedars ER for like four hours. So when this is happening, is the pain on your bicep or in your shoulder? It's like in my shoulder and tricep and just like above, like where your bicep and your shoulder meet. Yeah. Kind of. Yeah. Yeah. So <clears throat> I wait there for four hours. They take the fucking extra. They're like, nah, this is, you need an MRI. It's not a dislocation. So the guy, orders me like quickly an MRI, like the next day or two I go in, he's like, Oh yeah, look, <laughs> you know, I'm like, fuck. So I was like, so what do we do? He's like, well, I, you, you gotta have surgery. He like, you, you know? So I, uh, I call his office the next day. I was like, yeah, the doctor wants you to schedule to come in for the surgery. And the woman's like, okay, we have an opening, um, in late December. And I'm like, wait, wait, wait. Uh -uh. So when when did this injury happen? It happened like a month and a half ago. So she thought you were gonna sit on this with the, your bicep disconnected. Yeah, for I just three like, months? no, okay. <laughs> I was like, okay, thank you very much. I just hung up the phone and I called my buddy back. I was like, do you have someone else? Like, I gotta get in. He's like, okay, I got another great guy, top of the field guy, da 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 da. And he sent me to that guy, and that guy looks at it, and I'm in the office with him. He's like, oh yeah, it's. He's like, I go, he's all confident. Oh, yeah, I go right in there. I screw the thing on. I tear it up. No problem. And then uh, I said, well, when do you have an opening? Because I already went to a guy and he can't. He's like, I have a cancellation. This was like on a Wednesday that I went in. He said, I have a cancellation on Friday. So he's like, you got to get a pre-operative exam from your general doctor who's in the same building as this guy. So I went upstairs and I was like, you have to fucking sign all this shit right now and they were like yeah no problem and they got me in and i had the surgery and like it's literally been like two or three days the past two or three days where i've been able to get any range of motion going and i'm just like i'm fucking i'm ready to kill myself i will say <laughs> this is the most uh like consistently bummed out i think i've ever seen you as far as like feeling like dejected and just like well, because I'm helpless. Like, there's, yeah. you don't realize, first of all, it's my strong arm. So 
if it was just this arm instead, it would have been a whole different. I've been 50% less depressed because dude, just brushing your teeth with your yeah. weekend and I got to do a shower my hair, like, you know, wash my hair and wash. And, and I can't even, I have to wash my arm like this, like a monkey. Cause I can't get this one up <laughs> to, to fucking get under my <laughs> underarm. Yeah. Yeah. So I gotta, I have to take the soap and make it as long as I can, like oh holding it for, and go. <laughs> Tickle your armpit. God damn it. So, uh, you know, and obviously using the bathroom is is not as accessible and easy and just. Because also your dick is so heavy. You have to hold it with one hand now, which sucks, dude. And everybody's like, you know, know, how's jerking off? And I'm like, they're like, it's good because it's like a stranger. And I'm like, no, it's not because it is like a stranger. But it's a stranger that you're not really that into. Right, right. So it's like not good. Well, it's more that the stranger's not really into you and not doing it though up to your standards. Exactly. Yeah. My right hand knows how I want to be touched. Absolutely, dude. It knows the strength and speed we need to go. This one's like a little shaky. A little uh, little Corky Thatcher, just a little bit like, ooh. Yeah, it's it's a novice at this game. So Yeah, man. So yeah, it's been sucking. Now the other thing that anyone who's listened to the show for an amount of time or dark matter knows, I have a fucked up back. So now that's acting up too because I'm compensating so much with other stuff and like. So now that's like on the verge of going out. So I'm literally sitting here right now. Like I can, I don't think that you could see it at home. I can see the pain in my own face, like under my, beneath my eyes, you know? Honestly, I kind of can. Your eyes look different. There's a little less life than usual. A little bit more like, yeah. (laughs) But, but yeah, man, it's, you know, I've been, have so much downtime. Like I've been doing some cool shit, like fucking catching up on reading a ton of books and shit like that and whatever. And, getting some work done in my office that I can do without moving around. But like the, uh, it just, the lack of sleep and stuff, because for the first like 10, the the doctor told me just sleep sitting up for like the whole time you're in the sling. And I, I went like 10, 11 days. Now I have one of those fucking stupid sleep number beds that goes up. Of course you do. (laughs) I hate it, but my wife likes it. Uh You know, she's the one who wanted to get it. But so I've never used that feature, but so I did that for the first 10 days. And then I'm like, I can't, I can't, I can't just sleep like this, first of all. No. And then I predominantly, I sleep on my stomach with my head to the side, like with my hand like that. That's how I always sleep. And I predominantly sleep on this shoulder facing that way. So I have to go the opposite way. And I couldn't do that at all for like the first two weeks. I had to pretty much lay straight like this with no pillow under here because even just raised a little bit, it'd start to kill. So be flat. And then the, I I stir in my sleep. Like I'm the yeah. worst person to sleep next to if you're really trying to sleep because I toss and turn all night. I always have Same. since I was a kid. Yeah. And, uh, so I'll fall asleep and within 10 minutes, I go, ah, oh, and I'm wide awake again because I've rolled on it and it fucking jolts me awake. So I haven't really slept in fucking six weeks or whatever it is. God damn. So dude. that is, yeah. 
So the fact that I agreed only because it's the 200th episode, the fact that I agreed to put myself out there right now, because I'm dying. When when uh, I was home, I think a couple of weeks ago, when we had that weird break on the tour, and uh, you had said like, yeah, maybe we'll come in and do an episode or two. We're, we're going to maybe do this episode a couple of weeks ago. Mm-hmm. And uh, I reached out and like, how you feeling? And you're like, dude, I'm not going anywhere. <laughs> There's no way. And I was like, of course, of course. <clears throat> yeah, it's like I forget too because I'm like so impatient. And I want to just be like, okay, it's it's getting better. Like I can go out and do shit now. Like, And the doctor keeps telling me, he's like, dude, you had like a pretty major surgery. Like just yeah. fucking relax. And like I just can't. I mean, it's a, it's a real, I mean, it's a truly serious injury. And then I went out a couple of times, like to the street over here that we always go to. Yep. Yep. Get a coffee or whatever. I started doing that like in the last week and that sucks one because it's a pain in the ass to drive. I got to put the car in gear with my left hand, you know, and I could drive fine with my left hand. That's fine. That's weird. Yeah. Like you got to reach over and. And uh, just the bump in my car. You've been in my car before. It's not the, yeah. So I'm like just bouncing around. I'm like, shit. But walking around, and you know how I am and how volatile just a walk around the neighborhood can be for me. I can't get mad. No. At, at shit and people because like, I'm, what am I going to do? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And And... and not that I'm saying that I should walk around like a fucking jerk off looking for a fight every two seconds, but like, I like knowing that I can handle myself That's in any it. situation and I can't right now. And like all anyone has to do is go, and I think you're someone, I mean, I think a lot of guys enjoy the idea of looking intimidating Mm-hmm. And like a guy with a you sling. Can't. Nah. That's why the sling. I said it's the most emasculating thing is because yeah. like how how can you look yeah. fit? It's basically a, a sign. It's a sign saying, "Come take my wallet. Take whatever you want." That's why Fuck I had my two wife. children. Take my I never. Whatever. Yeah, I had two children. Never once. I'm proud to say, never once did I use a baby sling or oh. any kind of contraption that holds the baby. I held my children yep. in my arms. There you go. There you go. No Never shortcuts. ever used it once. So right now it's mid-November, right? Or early November? Mm-hmm. Whatever it is. Yeah. Uh, when do you think... Approaching mid-November. Okay. When are you uh, in the clear? Oh, shit. I mean... Christmas? I'm in the clear Christmas to start physical therapy. Okay. But sling will be but, off. Yeah, the sling will be off by Christmas. It'll be off... In the next couple of weeks, another two, three weeks, I could take it off. And I take it off at times. Like, I got to move my arm. That's the other thing is my elbow and my forearm started getting crampy and stuff from keeping it like this. So I had, you know, they tell you, take it off and move around. And But I could not even. Okay, see? Yeah. See this, right? Yeah. Say that's this arm, right? I could not even do that with this arm. Until like four or five days ago. Oh, you can now though. I can now, yeah. Okay, good. So like if I take it off. Oh. oh. (laughs) It hurts to watch you try to do this. Oh. Yeah, it hurts. (laughs) It hurts. 
Don't, don't do it. <laughs> you fucking idiot. Uh, take take your time and get it back on, you uh, moron. Uh, all right. And then, like, this part of my neck hurts from this thing pulling on it. It just, like, it just sucks everywhere. It's funny, like, historically, the idea of you being in pain would, like, make me chuckle, if you know what I mean. Like, yeah, it's funny. It's kind of funny. Right. I, don't, I don't like this one bit. I don't like yeah, this Yeah, me neither. Yeah. Me neither. Well, thank you for agreeing to do this. Um, it's crazy. It's been 200 shows. It's good. I'm in Vancouver right now. I got a day off in Vancouver. Uh, you man look like you're in a cubicle that's, that someone works in, like has a so, computer, there's a computer in front of you. In my hotel room, there's this dumb little like cutout in the wall where I think you're supposed to put your luggage. But I thought it'd be a good spot for this. A cutout in the wall? You're sure you're not supposed to put your dick in there? Oh, shit. Am I in a glory hole? You might, you're in a huge glory hole right now. Wow, they got There's going to be a ton there. of dicks coming at you any minute. <laughs> um, oh man, it's fucking that's that's <laughs> Now I'm nervous. Um I wanted to uh someone sent me I told someone we were doing the 200th episode and they sent me a clip from the first episode that I want to play for you. Okay? Um which I think was Jan I had to look back January 10th. 2019 is you telling one of your stories. I've had many of an, an ashtray thrown at me by my father. Yeah, actually, because he would. <laughs> you guys both come from very loving families. Yeah, my, my father would throw. The, this is you, me, and Lisa on the first episode. Closest thing that was to him. One time he threw, we had this little fucking frying pan ashtray. <laughs> and it was made out of frying pan material. So it was like called iron. Yeah, yeah. It was cast iron. It was, it was small, but it was weighted. <laughs> And he threw it at me and fucking nailed me in the back. Like, Stop. it left it. The reason why I have my whole back tattooed is to cover <laughs> up the emotional scar. Uh, is there's it some true? scars that you just can't cover, yeah. though. Is it so, true that it hit you in the spine and that's when you stopped growing? That's, that is. That's, that's, how, that's how I got my dwarfism. But uh, one time he was so fucking enraged. I could see it, you know, that fucking gritting of the teeth. And I know something's about to be thrown. And he was down. Best. And the only thing available was an uncrumpled paper towel. Oh, God. And he went and he picked it up and he threw it and it just went like slowly straight down to the ground. Like a piece of confetti and falling I, from the ceiling. And I started laughing. Oh, at this point, I'm like 15 at this point. I just started laughing and I, his eyes turned into fire and I just fucking tore out of the house. I didn't come back for like a week. If you were smart, you would have flinched. Like, ah, oh, no, dad. <laughs> please, that's no. what my sister and I used to do. No, please don't hit me. Ow, ow, ow. Whatever, loser. Yeah. <laughs> there it is. Four years ago almost. <clears throat> That's pretty funny. crazy. That's a good story. I remember it. <laughs> very, very well. good story. I think um, I brought that up in therapy last week. Oh, I'm sure you did. Um, so we just got done with Halloween. Uh, historically, <clears throat> you and your wife have incredible Halloween costumes, but things are different this year because of your situation. Did you? Right. You did dress up, though. Yeah, I posted it. Yeah. yeah. Um, how, how did you go about getting into a costume in the state that you're Dude. in? Okay, so I had to have, like, fucking three people help me. And there's a, there's a shirt, a vest, and a jacket that goes on that costume. You were Willy Wonka. I'll put, I'll put the picture right here. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. And, like, 
I had to have someone like kneel down at my waist level and hold it open like a hole, like the hole, and like, like, eh, 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 eh. <laughs> fucking truck backing up to get it onto my arm. And then it was just a lot of like, just put it on already, put it on already. Oh, like that. Cause I was telling my wife, I was like, I'm not doing it this year. Like, I'll just post yeah. all the old pictures, like a retrospective. Greatest hits. Yeah. Greatest hits of it. She's like, no, nah, everybody's way. I'm like, no one care. No one's going to care if I don't like they don't what they don't know won't hurt them. Like, they're not going to. It's not going to ruin their Halloween. Yeah. It's like my sister always waits. And I'm like, I'll fuck your fucking sister. I don't give a fuck about her. Get a boy. <laughs> and uh, so but I just agreed to do it. And we first put the shirt on and then we put the vest. The vest was the easiest, obviously. And then the jacket. And the jacket was rough. It looks like, like it. It's very form-fitting. The whole process was like, it took like a half hour to put the fucking, the upper body stuff on. And then I literally, I was sweating bullets the whole time. <laughs> we took the picture. They took a, a few different pictures uh, my wife's friend and I was like, okay, get me out of it. Get me out of it. Like we literally dressed up for the picture and then I took it right off Amazing. and went back up into the bed. And like, I have this ice machine thing now that like it goes around my whole shoulder and it, ice it's, machine. Like, it's like you fill it up. It's like this bucket that you fill with water and some ice in it. And it's got this tubing and the thing goes around your whole shoulder and bicep and chest. And it keeps the coldness even and perfect the entire time you're wearing it. It doesn't like, it doesn't evaporate. It doesn't start getting warmer or any of that. Like it just stays at that temperature. Okay. So I put that thing right back on, got right back into bed and that was it. That was the Halloween. Jesus Christ, man. (laughs) Um, Go ahead. I had another costume idea. I have that outfit already. The Wonka. Yeah. I have, I've had it for fucking 15 years. I have a different outfit that I was going to wear, but there was no way, but I can't reveal because I'll do it next year. Oh man. So it was more involved than that one. Yeah. But probably not Heidi Klum level involved. It wasn't. No, it wasn't. It wasn't Heidi Klum level and it wasn't more involved. It was more revealing. And I, oh, I see. I, I was all stitched up and taped up still then. Like, I still had bandages with blood seeping out of it. Like, so it wouldn't have been a good look. Is next year's He Man? No, but that's a good idea. I thought so. And Sean could be the uh, the Purple Panther or his Green Panther, whatever it is. Shmoo? Wasn't it? Wasn't he with He Man? <laughs> Shmoo? Wasn't it, it a like, little white thing, like a little ghosty, like, blah, blah, blah. Oh, no, is that yeah. a different oh. cartoon? Well, I remember it wasn't white though. It was uh, it looked like a Jawa kind of, wasn't it? I, I think it was brown. There was a cartoon called the Shmoo. Look it up, and it was like a little white S C H M O O maybe Shmoo cartoon. Look it up. He looks like a he looks like a little piece of cum. Oh yeah, this guy. Yeah, yeah. He's like the shape and color of cum. The Shmoo. <laughs> The Life and Times of the Shmoo by Al Cap. I have never seen this in my life, and this is definitely not He-Man. 
I get them confused. I, I, I see I see how you would. <laughs> yeah, it makes complete sense. The schmoo. No, the uh, what the fuck is He-Man's um, tiger's name? Tiger name. Battle Cat. Oh, that's really imaginative. Well, it, it's Cringer. That's Cringer. He's a he's a weak little pussy when he's not in battle mode, but then he becomes Battle Cat. Oh, doesn't he have like the fucking weird face, like the head like this? Yeah. Uh, oh, that? no, no, no. I'm thinking, isn't there another thing that's on He-Man? Let's see. Another hero or whatever. <laughs> That has a weird fucking tiger face. Let me see. I it's it's not important. This is what I thought you were thinking of. That's what I thought you were thinking of. That little no no that guy. little thing. Yeah, but that's um, the guy on He Man. That's why I'm confusing them because he's like a little goth cum. He's a little schmooish, I guess. Yeah, yeah a little, he's a, a goth, little darker. He's a little piece of goth cum. <laughs> a little more emotional. <laughs> goth cum. Um. Black and oh, lifeless. I like this guy a lot. Remember that guy? Can you see him? I can't because I'm gonna... okay. The glare. Wait, I think that's the guy I'm talking about. Yeah, with the smashed little head, with the metal. Come on, Can you see it? Yeah, maybe that is the guy. I can okay. barely see. It. It's too blown out. Yeah. All right. All right. Whatever. Fuck it. This is boring. Whatever. Um, what else is going on, Todd? That's it. I'm just reassessing my entire life has changed, it seems like. So, yeah. like, I'm just, it really gives you time to sit and think. Like, it's a fucking drag. Okay. I just got old man injury. My body is breaking down and weak and can't take life anymore. Time to make some changes. And that change is suicide, is the only yeah. real option, really, yeah, when you yeah. think about it, when you boil it down. What else can yeah. you really do? I mean, I didn't even have to boil it down. I was like, if pa, I, went, I was like, oh, I should kill myself. <laughs> it's time. Fuck it. Let's do it. <laughs> um, I want to tell you a story. I, uh, the other, when I, you probably have a routine when you get to hotels, right? Where you like, you get in, you do certain things in certain orders, whether it's like uh, emptying your bag or whatever it is. Uh -huh. Whenever I get to a hotel, I have like one pocket in my backpack that has my medicine my iPhone charger, the same stuff I take out every time to put on my night, my night table. Mm -hmm. The last day off, I open up that zipper and my, uh, my iPhone charger cable is sticking out of a pocket that I didn't know existed in that backpack. I was like, Oh, that's weird. It's like this mm -hmm. deep skinny pocket that I had no idea was in there. So I pull it out and I just like, Oh, I wonder, I wonder if there's anything else in that pocket. And I reached down in there and I pulled out my pair of fucking AirPods that I thought I lost in Florida five weeks ago. Right. So I, I bought a brand new pair of AirPods before the tour. I'd never had AirPods. So, you know, 350 bucks, mm -hmm. whatever they are. I got them. I love them. And I never leave anything in a hotel room. I've never forgotten anything, never left a charger or a piece of clothing ever. I take pride in it. I'm like that too. Yeah. And I was, because people forget shit all the time. And I'm like, how? Just look yeah, around. Yeah, I'm too Just anal. Yeah. Yeah. And so I was furious. So I, I've had like the, you know, the find my shit, whatever on my phone. 
and I kept checking in. It looked like they're on the side of the highway in Florida. Right. And I, uh, I called the hotel to see if I left them everything. I was so mad at myself. And then I went and bought a brand new pair of the upgraded AirPods mm-hmm. for 350, whatever bucks. Yeah. Like a few I just days bought a later. pair myself like yeah. a few months ago. And I was just so angry that I, I just don't lose stuff. And come to find out that I had them the whole time. You don't lose stuff. No, I don't. So lost faith in yourself is what yes, happened. I've never had a feeling before where something happens and I'm equal parts angry and happy. Like I'm right. angry that I, I couldn't find them the first time and I had to spend the money, but I'm relieved that I'm, I, I now I know I'm still not a fucking idiot when it comes to that stuff. I've been doing a lot of idiotic things lately. Like what? What do you got? We got, we got to reset this in three minutes, by the way. So, okay. So I have to go uh, to New York in a couple of days for some event thing that I have to wear black tie. I have to wear my tuxedo. Are you going to sling it up? I'm going to have to. Uh, And I have a tuxedo that I've owned for years, a nice fucking custom made, like tailor made for me. And I've gained some weight. So the pants don't really fit. And I don't have time to rent one and I can't deal with it. So I have this tailor guy that comes to my house. Of course. <laughs> of course. So he comes in, he's like, Yeah, no problem. I can fix that. He's like, There's plenty. I can give you another inch or whatever you need. So he fixes it <clears throat> and I start texting him with pictures of it because there's like, because it's tuxedo pants, it has like, that tuxedo material, like that the lapels are made of, it has a belt, like a waistline like that. So you don't wear a belt or anything. And it's not thick, like an old cummerbund or whatever, but it's like a, just how the top of the pants are. Yep. So I'm look checking it to just, you know, I put them on and there's a fucking, there's a part that this asshole didn't fucking sew together. I'm like, how... I've been with this guy. I know him for years. Like he's been coming doing my clothes for years. I'm like, how the fuck do you return something? And look, I'm not trying to boast or be conceited about the tuxedo, yeah. but like, this is a, like, I had it tailor made for me. Like in Italy, it's a Prada tuxedo. Of course. You if, know? You, if you know, Todd, he does nice things. And I, yeah, yeah I do when I do get dressed up. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, you know, so I told him, I'm like, dude, it has to, if you can't fix it, don't like, don't fuck it up either. Like I'll fucking, you know, I'll get liposuction if I have to fit back into that thing before I get rid of it. Let's pause for one second. We ran out of time, so I'm going to reset it, and then we'll do another one. Yeah, so I'm telling the guy, like, make sure you don't fuck it up because the obvious reason. So I open it, and I try them on, and then I'm looking at it, and there's, like, a space, like, that big. And I'm like, dude, how did this guy not fucking see that he forgot to sew like a whole section, a good inch and a half section of these pants. Like he does, I don't he does this for a living. He does yeah. this for a living and he's been doing it for me forever. And there's rarely ever been, you know, a mistake. I'm like, what the fuck? So I start, I take pictures at all different angles. I send it to him and I'm like, dude, 
I told you I got to go in a couple of days. Like, what the fuck? Like, you know, you got to come back. So I make him come back. He can't come till after work because he's at work. And he's like, okay, I'll be there. It is like two in the afternoon. He's like, I'll be there at seven. So for five hours, I'm stewing. I'm like, do I got to fucking get rid of this guy and get a new guy? Like, fuck. how do you make a fucking mistake like that? Like, did he just not look at it? Did he not check it? He comes in and he's like looking at it. And he's like, oh, <laughs> just see this? Like he goes in the inside of the pants and lifts out of thing. He's like, it's a pocket, dude. It's a pocket that I never knew was there. <laughs> what made me think of it was when you said with the bag, it was a pocket that you didn't know existed. Yeah. It's just like a sneak pocket for like something slim and small, like change or whatever to go into. And I never noticed it before. And he's like, yeah, it's a pocket. And I could see it in behind his eyes, like this fucking fucking moron. And like, and I'm standing there with this, like, yeah, I'm sorry. Like, I'm sorry, dude. I'm a fucking moron. He's like, yeah, kind of. So you thought it was just a ripped open, like a forgot to close a hole. Like he left a seam. Like he just went on the machine and sewed it and just stopped and just, I'm not going to do the rest. I want to go back to the Levi store and be like, listen, there's five holes in these jeans, two in the front, two in the back, another one inside this hole. He's like, yeah, dude, it's a pocket, bro. You're like, yeah, I I know. I know. I was just checking to see if you knew. (laughs) It's humiliating. Um, Are you? uh, I had a bunch of things that I've been telling you for like the past month and a half. Don't let me forget this because I'll tell it on the radio. And I, don't have any of them. You're not making notes. I just didn't. <laughs> cool. Great. Great. You're not. Yeah. You gotta. You gotta I usually keep... do. You know, I usually do. Of course. But of I course. Just... But that's that's when you're when you're when you're actively on this all the time. You would keep that thing running pretty good. Yeah. You're, yeah, out, yeah. Of, you're out of practice. You're out of practice. Um, but I did tell you a couple of times. I'm like, I right, remind me to talk about A, B, and C on the radio, and you're like, okay, cool. And I, I wonder just if never... I made notes of it. Usually, I'll make a note of it. Um, no, but I do have something I want to ask you about. Okay. Are you an office fan? The office? I the, I like the original office better. Okay. But I, I don't dislike it and I've watched a lot of them, but I'm not like familiar like I am with other shows. Okay. Like lines and stuff and scenes. You know what I mean? Did you see that, uh, Rain Wilson is in the news? The guy who plays Dwight Schrute? No, why is he in the news? Oh, so Here, should I look it up? No, I'd rather tell you about it myself. Okay. okay. Um, Rain Wilson has changed his name, and boy, I can't wait to see your face when I tell you what he changed it to. So he's a he's a very big um, like climate activist. <laughs> <laughs> right, it's so already he's, funny. <laughs> he's changed his name to. Rainfall, heat wave, extreme winter, uh, Wilson. Why? <laughs> to bring attention to climate change. I, I think he, really it's bringing attention to what a fucking jerk off he is, but. I love him so much, but yeah, uh, rainfall, heat wave, extreme winter, Wilson is the, just rolls off the tongue. So he should change his name to rain jerk off fucking moron. Hey, look at me. 
because I obviously are going to make a spectacle of myself because I'm more important than the actual issues I care about. Stupid, no good, goddamn, freeloading, son of a bitch, big mouth, know it all, asshole, jerk. <clears throat> you forgot, stupid, ugly, ugly, ugly lazy, lazy, and disrespectful. disrespectful. Shut up, bitch. Go <laughs> fix me a turkey pot pie. What about you, Dad? Um, yeah, so rainfall, heat wave, extreme winter Wilson. Um, How's I supposed to know? He lies about everything else. <laughs> <laughs> this is what happens in my house when you spill paint in the garage. Do I stutter? I have a cigar. <laughs> yeah. See, I don't think I need to sit with you fucking dildos no more. All right, enough of the breakfast club. Um, um, <clears throat> pretty cool, I huh? Just, I, I just, you know, why? You know what I mean? Like, I really think that too. Like, all you're really doing is making controversy about you. You're not really bringing any attention to those things. You're just opening yourself up for ridicule. And it's not in the name of bringing attention to the issues because people who care about the issues are going to care about the issues no matter what the fuck you do in your life. Right. But people who don't care or who aren't activists or who hate you are just going to talk about what a fucking idiot you are. Like, I truly wonder, I truly wonder if doing this would make even one person in the world care more about it. And I, no, I, not at I all. Want, one no. person. Nope. Not even one. You might be right. You might be and right. Even his kids will end up hating him for this. He had a, uh, he had, he had suggestions for, uh, for other, artists to change their names too. I'm trying to find that. That was pretty great. Oh, where is it? The only reason you should change your name is like, you know, to avoid prosecution. My father molested me, you know, yeah. for fucking 18 years of my life. And I don't want to call myself that last name. Like other than that, just shut the fuck up. Yeah. I'm, I'm with you. I'm with you. Um, I really got to find these other names. I should have prepared better. Shit. Did you hear about that story with um John? I forget how to pronounce his actual lesson. I call him John Luguziamo. Uh John A lot Ligu- of people say Liguizamo. Liguizamo. Leguizamo, whatever it is. Yeah. There was some story where he tweeted some irate tweet because I I think, and I'm I'm just guessing here, but I think I remember it being like they gave James Franco or somebody some role of a Latino playing a Latino. Wait, they get, say it again. Say it again. It was he tweeted out some nasty tweet about. I think it was James Franco or an actor like that. They gave him some role where he's playing a Latino and John Leguizamo was like. That's fucked up. Cultural appropriation. Da, 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 da. He shouldn't. They, they should hire a Latino and blah blah blah. And then Hasn't the story. He played Itali- he, he's played Italian yeah, he people, played, right? He played Luigi in fucking Mario. <laughs> there and you Luigi. go. He's played all different kinds of people. So they, whoever, wh- whoever ran the story where I heard it, did a brilliant job of like showing him in an angry face in the tweet. And then showing every character that this guy has played that he is not racially. Yeah. What and the I was fuck? just like, I used to respect that guy. And then it makes yeah. me think like people just can't fucking keep their mouths shut. 
that's no. the bad thing about like social media and Twitter and this and that is like even people like you know when you get the peek behind the curtain you get it a lot yeah we both do. yeah of course we yeah. become friends with people that we idolized at one time or like you know they were on some show we liked or we were in a band that we loved or whatever and then you get peek behind the curtain and it's get most. 98% of the time it's blown. Like it's just my numbers over. aren't that bad, but I know what you mean. For yeah. me, it's it's a good, it's a steady 97 and a half, 98 percent that every person that I've met that I admired beforehand has ruined it for me. Even I'm a harsh judge, but it could be it's usually just one little thing, one yeah. little tweak of something they do or say. And I'm just like, I can't believe it. and that happened. For me with that guy because i used to think this guy's a fucking talented guy now one might argue well he's still talented he just said a thing you know that maybe he should walk back or whatever i would i would i would critical. put him on the john Turturro level of like this guy's legitimate a great actor right you know, right right and i just once i hear something like that of that idiocy magnitude yeah, that yeah. The, the, that magnitude of idiocy. I'm just like, I don't think you're talented anymore. Yeah, you're nothing to me. You're nothing now. <laughs> now you're, you're just nothing. a horrible waste of a person. And and it's because of social media and be, the ability. I mean, dude, we could talk about it with anything, with politics, with this, that. The ability to throw a thought out into the universe, sight unseen. Yeah. It's just a bad thing for human beings to be engaged in. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Because now you're it, not it, even it, saying to a friend, you know what I think about this? And then the friend's like, yeah, but dude, think about this or think about your, you know, being a hypocrite or whatever. Right. Oh, you know what? Maybe you're right. You know what I mean? When, <laughs> when there's nothing in between, I've had so many people have just made fucking morons of themselves for me that I'm just like, I've lost faith completely. <laughs> I, I'm with people. you. I just wonder, like, how how could he possibly, how could he possibly put that out there without thinking first? Have I ever, have I ever done it? Yeah, oh, yeah. that's my that's half my, my trip. roles. Half that's, of my roles. <laughs> yeah, that's my trip. Is is that instantaneous? Yeah. Oh shit! Did he think about it five minutes later, or right after he pressed send? Like, oh shit, I've done it. Or does he not care? Or and does nowadays, he not think he? He, put, he puts it out there, and within a fucking moment, people are hitting him with his IMDb movies, but it's mm -hmm. too late. I yeah, mean, it's it, too late. I mean, I think that deserves one of these, by the way. This motherfucker. Dude, have, have a little bit of understanding of yourself. Yeah, I just... It just goes back to the whole thing of like, just shut the fuck up. Like, just keep your fucking mouth shut. Yeah, keep your head down. Keep your mouth shut. Do you do what you need to fucking do? This, uh, this also this appropriation thing and uh, <clears throat> like black I mean, actors having to pass on roles because they're too light skinned to play the dark, darker African American person. It's fucking, dude. It's it, it's. It's infuriating to me. Like, uh, how Just, dare you uh, sit in a wheelchair as someone who's able-bodied and play someone who's in a wheelchair? The whole thing of acting is to embody and reveal the life of someone else or most of the times it's fictional people. 
it's not even real people. That's it. And that's a craft. And if, if someone's better at doing it than not, that's of a different race or whatever. I don't give a fuck. It's about the performance. It's not about what you are when you're at home. I'm not interested in your fucking home life. I'm interested in the performance that you're giving, but (laughs) have you, no, I want to say, cause I want your opinion on this. Have you seen those videos where that guy walks around downtown LA wearing like a sombrero and a poncho and a big black fake mustache. And he walks around and he asks, the young black kid, the young light skinned, good looking black kid. And then the girl that has like, you know, the tote bag going to school. And like, he asks a bunch of these young hipster type kids, what do you think about my outfit? And they're like, all oh, like, well, it's cultural appropriation. It's offensive. Or he'll say, are you offended? And they're like, yeah, kind of, it is offensive. Why is it offensive? Well, because you're not Mexican. He does like 10 of them. Then he goes down to like Olivera street downtown and goes up to the Mexican guy. And he'll like, he's like, Hey, do you find, how are you? And they're like, Hey, you know, and he's like, do you find my outfit offensive? They're like, no, it's very good. Very good. Like, you know, and I'm not trying to make fun. That's no, their accents, no. You know? Oh, very good. Very good. Every single Mexican person he asks, they love it. They're like, like no, I love your hat. I love it. Not one person. From that, and and then he does it in Asian garb, and yeah. goes down to like Chinatown, does the same thing. They're like, "No, you look very good," you know. All the woke fucking, it's sickening. It, it's disgusting. The first of all, when you see when you see like a nineteen or twenty year old kid, and they're like, "Well, I'm offended." You haven't even fucking lived enough life to be offended about no. anything yet. You yeah. fucking piece of shit. You don't know what real offense is. Yeah, yeah, like you you haven't lived through any offense. And who the fuck says that the whole world should revolve around how you think it should be? The rest of them. You know what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. But like, since when is that a thing? You, you know, know, like... Do you know who hates the term, the term Latinx more than anybody? Latinos. Yes, they hate yeah. it. Yeah. Don't don't we we don't mind being called Latinos, even the women like we're Latinos. It's fine. We don't need a new term that like white teenagers have given us. Look, there's nothing wrong with the word black or no. white or no. it's just describing a race of people like it's not there's nothing. There's no negative connotation. It's in the way it's in the user. Yes. And the intention context. So always. like. I could scream a bunch of words at you, and if I'm fucking pissed and full of venom and hate, you're going to know it. Yeah. And I could say a bunch of unsavory words to you in a nice way, kidding around, and you're going to know that I'm not full of hate. And, like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's just people. Read the room. This whole fucking, like, you can't say this, you can't say that, you can't do this, you can't do that, you can't look like, you can't take that job. You can't take that job. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, listen, if, if for some reason, Daniel Day Lewis was better suited to play Oprah Winfrey than Viola Davis, I'd rather see whoever's better at it. Just give me whoever's yeah. better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and That's it probably, thing. It probably mm-hmm. would be DDL. He would probably get the job. But <laughs> nowadays, you have to hire Oprah Winfrey to pray, play Oprah or yeah. some other disgusting woman. <laughs> I mean, Oprah's attitude, not her look, her attitude right. as a, yeah. The Oprah the thing. Disgusting, yes. bad attitude. 
that's what I meant. <laughs> that fat attitude of hers. No, but yeah, it's it's absolutely ridiculous. It's like so hot in here. Yeah, I can't tell if it's my emotions or the actual errors. Your wounds are probably infected. It's probably the uh, the infection the running through your body. Oil. It's fucking. So I saw you a couple weeks ago. I came by your house to say hello for a few uh-huh. minutes, and uh, it was amazing. You were shirtless in a sling and like sweatpants, just full on give up mode, and it was great. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But you were showing me your scars. Mm. But you also showed me this weird little burn. <laughs> Can we talk about the burn? Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. <laughs> That's my favorite. So I had like like two days after I, I felt an irritation. I'm like, my whole fucking thing. The whole thing's like it's hamburger. The whole yeah. thing is fucking, yeah. It's it's but I'm feeling this weird other irritation that's in a different family of hurt and annoying. Like, what the fuck is this? Like touching it, like what the fuck is that? And like within a day or two, it starts blistering. And I'm like, that's not a cut or something from this. Cause I had like, dude, when I, when I first came out of the surge, like the first two, three days, I had black and blues all up my neck, even like yeah. this was all black and blue and yellow and green. You know, it goes through all those co- colors when you have bruising, but there was this one little spot that was different than the rest. <laughs> And I'm like, what the fuck is that? And then it blistered. Like, that's a fucking burn. Yeah. So, so after a day or two, it like the blisters pop and it gets all red and it's scaly and stuff. And I'm like putting Neosporin on it and everything. So I go to my follow-up like, you know, a week after. And I look at the doctor and this is how I brought it up to me. Cause yeah. Oh, you did mention it finally. Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. I was like, dude, let me ask you a question. Were you guys smoking during my operation? <laughs> and he goes, smoking? Yeah, cigarettes. What? I'm like, cigarettes, cigar, like tipperillos, <laughs> anything with a burning ember. And he's like, what What are you talking about? He's like, what kind of question like, is that? <laughs> Dude, I have a burn right here. And he's like, oh, that's, he's like, it's probably not actually a burn. It's from the skin stretching I'm like, I don't know. It's it's a lick of little. Like, I feel like they were smoking and they were just like probably weed. Did the operation and then they were like, you know what would be funny if we just went like they're like, <laughs> like he, look look he's so out he doesn't even feel this. You wake up this fucking idiot. So yeah, I have this little round scar now from a fucking burn during my operation. I'm like, what was on fire in I'm my just- operation? <laughs> Why would there be a flame or any kind of burner or like something that I don't know about in the operating room? I'm just imagining like your dad and my dad doing surgery with like cigarettes with a smoke in their eye. Yeah, yeah. With the closed eye. The Popeye, the smoke in the eye. Yeah. And there's ash in your chest. That was one of the things both the doctors told me. They're like, you know, you could get Popeye syndrome if you don't get this fixed. Like, I'm in. (laughs) I'm like, yeah, I'm in. Popeye, the huge forearms. He's like, they're like, no. If you look at Popeye, drawing a Popeye, he's got the huge forearms. Then he's got these little bumps for biceps. They call it Popeye syndrome because what happens is is the tendon rips, then your bicep slips, and it curls into like a ball, like a salt on a slug. Like, and it stays that way. Like, unless you get like cosmetic surgery and put an implant in there, it's going to stay like that. So he's like, 
one, a lot of people get it from the injury you got. So you're lucky that that didn't happen. And he's like, but they also can get it after if you snap it from the screw and then you're fucked, which I will kill myself. It's like, and I I I told him, I'm like, doc, you got to understand this. I'm I very like, I know vain. And the identity is in the guns. Yeah. And I'm like, I like having fit arms. Yeah. You know, like yeah. I wear tight t-shirts. I'm that asshole. This are this this injury already he's has like, there's no way with darkness. Yeah, he's like, I'm just telling you now, I'll do my best, but there's no way they're gonna be exactly symmetrical ever again. Like, there's oh, just no dude. Way. He's like, it might be a case where it's like you would have to tell someone and say, yeah, you see, it's a little different right there. And they're like, oh, yeah, yeah, now I see it. Or it could be dramatically different, and there's just nothing you could do about it. Is this the worst news you've received in your life? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I know we were joking earlier about suicide, but if you get Popeye arm, I actually do support you taking yourself out. Yeah. I can't. can't As a friend. I support I you and that. I'll cavork you and you, whatever we got to do to get you out of the misery. I'm, I'm down to help you out. My God. Can't do it. <laughs> Can't do it. Um, we had a, um, we had a medical emergency on our bus the other night. Oh, really? Yeah. I'm not going to say who it was. It wasn't me, but um, there's 10 people on our bus. And uh one of them is Jody, who's our wardrobe girl. And she was like, she's a veteran. She was just on the last episode. She's been on a couple of times. She's been with Jane's for seven, eight years. But she's a veteran and she was a combat medic. So she knows how to handle like crises in, in the drop of a hat. Right. She decided to fly that night because we had a 20 hour drive from, mm-hmm. um, from Denver to Spokane. And uh, so we're, we're, we're going Denver to Spokane and then to Vancouver. So going over the border, our bus has tons of edibles and like weed on the bus. I mean, we're, we're, you know, rock, rock crew. It's, it happens. And for like the last five or six days, whenever we get done with the show, you walk on the bus and the rule is you have to take an edible because we have to use them, use use them up before we get to Canada. Right. So the other night after the Denver show, we have a long drive we're getting closer to Canada in two days. So we, five of us who were still, six of us were awake. Five of us took a shitload of edibles, like 20, 30 milligrams. And uh, we're high out of our minds. And one of the crew guys comes up to me. He hasn't taken any, he, he's sober. And he pulls me aside and he goes, he's like, can I talk to you in the, in the bunk area in the hallway? And I'm like, yeah, sure. So we walk in. And he, he explains that he has a, um, a prostate issue and he's been trying to like pee a little bit every now and then for the last few minutes for the last half hour and, and nothing's coming out. And he's, he's, he's in very, very clear uh, distress is in a lot of pain. Right. And, uh, so I'm like, okay, cool. Like I'm, I'm so fucking stoned. Okay, cool that you can't pee. That's it. I don't know what to say. Okay, cool. Just walk it's, away. Like, cool, man. That's great. I'm hey, everybody, limp dick over here. Can't even <laughs> squirt, drop a squirt. Put beef and the butthead back on. We're good. And uh, he's telling me the stuff. I'm like, well, so what do we got to do? He goes, I, I, I don't know, but I, I've had this happen a few times. Um, 
I might need to go to a hospital, but I don't want to ruin the tour. I don't want to ruin anybody's day off. Like, and I'm like, dude, I got to be honest. I, I'm so stoned. I'm trying to follow what you're saying, but it's really <laughs> hard. Like, yeah. I, I can't tell how serious this is or like where we're at. Right. And uh, so I go back and I sit with everybody and he comes out and explains to us the situation. And <clears throat> it's just five people, five people equally as stoned as me. And no one is saying anything. <laughs> one one guy is just like he continues to stare at the TV, which has been paused for twenty minutes mm-hmm. now. He refuses to break to make eye contact with anybody. He didn't want to be a part of the decision making. <laughs> and uh, we're now we're we're three hours outside of Denver in the mountains. And right, like, where are you going to go? We're yeah. in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. And one of the other stoned idiots um, was smart enough to pull up Google. And he found out that we are, you know, 30 minutes from a hospital. And mm-hmm. so I was like, we're going to the hospital. Like, we, we don't want to wait and then be two or three more hours away from something. And I said to him, like, what, what can happen if we don't do anything? He goes, well, um, if I wait too long, my bladder will explode and inside my body and I, I guess, I guess, and then there'll be piss coming out of his ears, his mouth, his nostrils, like airplane or something. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, and I was like, so it could be life threatening. He goes, yes. I said, okay, well, then what are we even talking about? Let's go to the hospital. Right. And again, five stone guys trying to make a plan. We'd forgotten that there's two people sleeping that took nothing. Like there's two right. people on there that could help us very much. But we forgot that there was two other people on the, on the bus. So, we're, we're, we tell the bus driver, we I call the production manager, and, and he's like, yeah, hospital for sure. Bus driver, we tell him what to do, and he's super cool about it. And I decide that when we get there, I'm going to go inside with him and make sure he's taken care of just so we, before we leave. Because we were told, like, drop him off and then, like, keep driving because we have to, we're going through a snowstorm yeah. and all kinds of shit. Right. Get to the hospital. I grab his bags. We're in the middle of Wyoming somewhere. I grab his grab bags. Grab his bags and you're like, did you know you have a little hidden pocket right here? <laughs> I bet you didn't know this. <laughs> That's where and, his uh, ability to pee, he left yeah, it just, there. Put, your prostate fixes right in this little pocket. So we walk inside and it's like so quiet in there. And there's two two ladies at the front desk. Two, I don't know if the nurses are just uh, whatever they are. And he's just like, he's so polite and kind, but he's in such pain. Right. And, uh, I guess he needs to get a catheter. And as soon as he gets a catheter, he'll be he'll be fine. Yeah. And uh, the nice woman who doing the intake, she walked away, and we were left with this horrible woman. And we'd been there for ten minutes, and he was like, "Excuse me, um, how much longer is it going to be?" And she goes, she sit, turns to the side, she goes, "We're pretty busy tonight," and just turns back away and just like turns her back on him. Right. And his eyes start closing, and I'm like, I'm holding him trying to like comfort him. And also I thought right, he was going right. to like pass out and he starts whispering, he goes, I'm not going to make it. I'm not going to make it. Holy shit. And, I, and again, I'm stoned and I'm like, Oh my God, he's going to fucking die right here. Right. Um, it was like maybe five more minutes. The, the doctor came and got him and he made it, but it was one of the freakiest moments I've ever had on tour. And then um, you realize you made the whole thing up because you were that stoned. And then I woke up and everyone was fine. <laughs> it Everybody. was so crazy. Like 
had we had That's we nuts. been two hours further, I mean, there's there's a very decent possibility that his bladder would have exploded and, and he would have died on the bus. That is crazy. He's got kids. He's 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 yeah, uh, maybe yeah. ten years older than you, but he's like you know kids and such a sweet guy. But man, it was a fucking awful. <laughs> yeah, if that would have happened to me, you guys would have just been like, ah, shut up, and because I'm not a sweet guy. No, you also probably wouldn't have told us. You wouldn't have told us. You no, would have gone to your bunk that. and you would have died, died quietly yeah. like a dog in your bunk. Like a man. Yeah, like a man. More like a man. Yeah. Um, boy. Well, I don't That's think I have crazy. any. I don't have much more, Todd. What do you got? I, I had a bunch. I told you to fucking write it down. Well, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to blame it on you. We'll save it for the next one. <clears throat> I'll remember those things. But there was a few. <clears throat> there was definitely a few like. Oh, I got to go on just to talk about these things because these things happen and I can't remember what they are right now. God damn it. I'm just not myself right now. Oh, uh, understandably. Yeah. I mean, you're, you're like, you're literally like half a man. Yeah. Right I now. apologize to everybody out there if this was boring for you because I don't have much. I mean, it's not, but. I mean, it was a great show for me. It's not like show episode 200 extravaganza blow the roof off, but that's not what we do. Yeah. But I'm definitely not all there. No. Well, but, when I get back in town, I would love to get together and uh, have you come back. And you mean Heidi is always a, that's always a fun show. Yeah. When I'm a little more uh, mobile. Yes, of course. Um, I'll be home in uh, like a week and a half. And I'm looking forward to seeing you again. How How are the kids? How's everybody? Everybody's good. I got no complaint. The kids are like, I don't. Like, my son doesn't have school tomorrow, so he was like, later, and he went out with his friends, drove his car. My daughter's, like, up in her room doing... I'm in the back house right now. Yeah, yeah. My office. And then, uh, like, I don't know what they do anymore. Yeah, that, that, well, that's... They're at that age, aren't they? Where they're like... Yeah, like this is the first Halloween, too. Like, I got dressed up, you know, and it was, like, a big deal because of my fucking arm and everything. They didn't get dressed like they just went and did some other stuff. Like went to some party that no one was dressed up as. Lola like, too. She didn't dress up either. They did. Wow. They did for school. Okay. Like the school lets them, and because you know they go to school where they wear uniforms. What is she? Thirteen. Fourteen. Uh, I guess that's a little. But they're not into it. But like you know, you you know my area where I live yeah. goes off. Like yeah. they bust people in from other. Uh, kids from other towns and stuff to come to where we live because there's a few blocks uh away from me there's a bunch of producers that live on the street so they hire actors that get into makeup and it's like full-on haunted houses like my neighborhood's crazy. the same way yeah yep. yeah so um we used to it was fun just to walk with the kids and let them trick-or-treat or whatever and we walk around this it's like packed like uh like fucking Disneyland Space Mountain ride. Mardi Gras. It's like Mardi Gras for yeah, kids. It's like Mardi Gras for kids. So we used to have that kind of fun. We didn't even, well, I couldn't leave the house anyway because he thought of anybody bumping into me, but they didn't even do that. They were like, oh, my son w- walked over to his friend's house. They're like, oh, yeah, we're just having a party and playing guitar and stuff back there. Has anyone bumped into you yet? Have you, have you bumped into stuff yet? Yeah, I had to go to an event. Four nights ago, five nights ago, like I just had to show up and take a picture that I was there. Yep. Basically behind the, uh, what do you, I can't believe I'm blanking on the name of those things. The, oh, uh, 
with the, with the company logos all over it. Yeah. What the, uh, I can't believe I'm blanking on the name. The step through, what is well, it? Uh, the step and repeat? Yeah, the step and repeat. Thing. Okay. Yeah. Okay. 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 Step and repeat. Dude, you and, are, uh, you are fucked up. Yeah, I'm can't so yeah. fucking. <laughs> and um, that's the other thing, too. The doctor was like, do you want painkillers? And I'm like, I'm sober, yeah. you know? Like, so that, like, fucking Motrin and Advil, they're not doing anything for me. Anyway. No, no. So, um, I had to go take a picture just to, for that reason or whatever and show up to show support for this festival thing. And I had to go. So I got dressed and put the thing on and went. And I was there for like a hot 25 minutes. And that was it. In that 25 minutes, like four fucking people bumped into me, seeing that I'm wearing the fucking thing. And then my own brother, Adam, comes you up fuck, me, comes up to me. And goes like, hey. And I'm like, dude. And he's like, oh my God. He starts freaking out. He's like, I'm so sorry. I'm like, dude, what 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 sign wasn't there? Yeah, yeah. Not yeah. to touch me. Yeah. But so yeah, I, that's why. So it's I'm like amazing how to go out right now. When you're injured or have a fresh tattoo, it's a or a sunburn people have this unknown instinct to hurt whatever is fucked up on you. Yeah. Um, my wife all the time, cause I, I, I pick like my cuticles a lot and I peel my mm. cuticles off. So I have these painful, bloody nubs of <laughs> fingers sometimes. Right. And I'll tell her all the time, like careful of this one, this one hurts. And she'll be like, cool. Eight seconds later, she squeezes my hand. I'm like, you fucking retard. What did I just <laughs> say to you? And it happens all the time. Tattoos are the most yeah. amazing one. My wife, a couple of times too, like she's, we're like, she's like, what's up, pal? <laughs> well, we're laying there and she's like, goes to like put her arm around me. And I'm like, what are you fucking doing? <laughs> have you, have you banged in this situation since you've been wearing this? I did once. Okay. And it was not smart. Oh. Because when you're in the fucking throes of it, yeah. You know, she was more nervous than I was like, she's gonna, you're gonna hurt your arm. You're gonna hurt your arm. She, meaning the woman I was having sex with, my right. wife wasn't there. No, no, of course, of course. So, <laughs> so, uh, she's like, you're gonna hurt. I'm like, no, 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 I, this is, I need this more than the pain. Like, it, yep. it, it's a good trade off. Like, I need my self esteem right now. So, we're, we're going at it. And like, there was a couple of times where I'm like, I, I'm gonna just put my arm right here and, lay down like lean on it for a second and i'm like then when we were done she's done she gets up and she's like are you okay and i'm like i just look at her and i'm like half laughing and i'm like oh, we should not have done that <laughs> so my favorite part is like, like i'm like i'm looking at this like naked completely drained i just come like you know that fucking of course. dumbness that you get, you get dumb yeah i'm just like you're so and vulnerable like, and stupid. <laughs> like, I'm like, we shouldn't have done that. Did you fuck with the sling on? No, I didn't. Oh, damn. I wish you kept it on. My favorite part is that when she, like, rolls off of you, and you see it in movies, you're like, guys always ask the girl, are you okay? And she asked you if you're okay. Yeah, you How okay? How humiliating. Yeah, yeah. You okay, buddy? But I did, like, I did keep it in sling position as much as I could. 
So you just hold it like, so like, a, like a gentleman. <laughs> like, like a like a mater d. Yeah. Oh my like god, Napoleon. dude. It's fucking her like I was Napoleon. Humiliating. <laughs> Will that be all, madam? Okay. <laughs> yeah, I gotta oh. start putting like a napkin around it. Perfect. People. Perfect. The madman Newman at it again. Yeah. Thank you for uh putting your pain aside and, and coming back for I wouldn't want You're anyone welcome. else here. Congratulations on the 200th episode. Hey, you too. You're part of it too. You're no matter what, you're still part of it. Well, yeah, the good ones were with me for sure. The best ones are with you. <laughs> I'm still, I'm just placeholding until you come back full time, my man. Um, in the meantime, I'll take you whenever I can get you. I wish Heidi, could, Heidi was supposed to be here, but she has a stupid job. Otherwise she yeah. would have been here. Prostitute. Um, yeah. She's a dirty whore. Um, yeah. All right, Newman. Thank you. Buddy. hours. All right, thank you, bud. Feel better soon, and uh, have a good time out there. And I will uh, see you when you're back. I will later. All right. This is Lola, and I'm here to tell the world to stop being such pussies and listen to Rare Form Radio. <laughs>